What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Alex. And today we have a very special guest. We have James Giacopelli. He is an entrepreneur from New York who is a partner at Giacopelli Accounting and Tax Services, where he specializes in small business development and individual tax services. He is also a writer for Forbes Business Council, a founder at letasbooks.com, an online book bookkeeping software. He is the founder of, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, Linexis? Linksys. Linksys. <laughs> um, a search engine focused on accounting specific questions. Love that. Additionally, James serves on nonprofit boards and invests in numerous other purpose-driven businesses that focus on community over profits. Welcome. Welcome, James. Thank you. I'm glad we finally made this happen. We've been talking about getting you on here for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a few months, I think, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're in that sweet spot where if it's going to get done before the holidays, it literally has to be like this <laughs> Yeah, week. today. Yep. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> today is the day. Thank goodness. Well, thanks for being here, man. Um, yeah. Well, we usually like to start off with a little bit of Wednesday wisdom. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have something ready for that or... Uh, we like... Uh, y- yeah, I have something for that. Actually, I, I was thinking about it the other night. And, you know, recently I've been um, doing a course with this guy, Jesse Itzler, who sold his, his business to Warren Buffett. He's actually married to the, the woman who created Spanx. Um, <laughs> and so I've, I've been on like this eight, eight week course that he really, really keeps you, keeps you on track. Um, and one of the things he always says is how, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. Um, and so it, it was, it's just fun to, to look at that. And, you know, he did one of his books is living is with living with a seal. Um, and he spent 30 days doing whatever a seal wanted. And so it's just really his business model, his life model. Um, I, re, I appreciate. So, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. I think nice. I listened to, was he on Joe Rogan? I'm a huge Rogan fan. <laughs> yeah, like he, he was, was, on he was Rogan. recently on Rogan. I, I'm not quite sure when, but yeah, he, he was. Um, yeah. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. crazy, like, um, plan to, like, yeah. his fitness routine was <laughs> kind of crazy, so. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, wife? Um, I feel like I have to sneeze. She's going to sneeze. We'll let her sneeze. Nope. Nope. It went away. <laughs> nope. <laughs> It'll come back later at probably the most... <laughs> Wrong timing. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a blog po- blog post about one word I stopped using, and that word is should. Um, given that I am interested in and I am a part of a lot of different communities, and um, like I'm a dancer, I um, yoga teacher, CrossFit instructor, blog, or <laughs> now podcaster. <laughs> um, Oftentimes I find myself thinking, well, what should I do? What should I do today? I should be doing this. I should do that. I compare myself to what I see other people doing. And when I realized that should was a really negative word for me, I just cold turkey cut that out. And it's been really great to plan my days about what I want to do and just being more cautious about just filling my days with how I want to fill them and not comparing myself. So cutting the word should out of my, of my vocabulary was pretty powerful. So it's a good one. Yeah. That's my Wednesday wisdom. Nice. <laughs> uh, mine, mine leads actually right into that. Um, 
I heard a quote recently that comparison is the thief of joy. So I uh, oh yeah I really resonated with that. So I've been uh, also not trying to compare myself with others. And uh, yeah, I've, it's just something I always struggle. I'm always comparing. Always like you know, oh they're way farther along than I want to be, but. Everyone's like kind of their own thing, and everyone's more concerned about themselves anyway. So there's no really, really no point in that. <laughs> yeah, in everyone's too to... busy looking at themselves. Everyone's too busy looking at themselves. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at some point we do grow out of that middle school mentality where everyone's looking at me, everyone's looking at me, but it's still kind of there even as we're adults. I think you kind of a little bit. So those are my uh, that was that was great those are like really great tips yeah awesome um cool let's dive in we're gonna ask you some questions and uh you know feel free to yeah um i would say first i'm interested to know how you became working as a financial planner tax man (laughs) csa csa Oh my That's gosh. community supported <laughs> agriculture. Not not anything to do with accounting. Nope. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. I need my brain. Are you on the right call? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Sorry, yeah. we're gonna hang up, James. I'll, I'll yeah. talk we'll talk to you later. I totally I've I've been emailing the wrong James this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but right, James is a farmer um, upstate. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> so I got into it, um, it really wasn't much, I want to say it wasn't much of an option because I, I just really enjoyed it from the very beginning. You know, I always, I always played soccer. Um, and so I was, you know, I used to coach a lot when I, when I was growing up. I, I ran some, some soccer organizations and coaching organizations. <clears throat> and that was really through college. And I was also working and doing taxes at the time. But really, I mean, my, my father's an accountant. Um, and he was always there for us as kids, which was really, really nice to see. Um, so I, I think just I, I migrated to it because he was able to kind of build, build the life he wants to live. He was able to build, you know, his family life. He was able to work from home. He was able to see us when, when he wanted to see us. Um, it just really didn't look like there was any other option that was that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you know, number numbers came easy to me. They 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 make sense. The the nice thing was you you were always able to check it backwards yeah. and forwards. Um, so it was kind of like you you were always able to find the answer in in your answer. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of a cheat. It's like looking at the back of the book or oh every time every time you answer <laughs> a question. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did he did he teach you a lot? Like when you were growing up, were you constantly hearing about finances and money or numbers? Or was it just like, I know this is what my dad does, but I'm not exactly sure what. Uh, yeah, he actually had a little desk at the corner of his office where uh, all of us, you know, all the kids would, you know, do a little bit of bookkeeping, do a little bit of accounting. <laughs> no way. I'm the only one who went into the accounting practice, but okay. he always, you know, he always had you know, words of wisdom and, uh, you know, sitting, uh, sitting, sitting at the desk, learning from being able to listen to, to what he was doing and just kind of, just kind of see the numbers come together. Um, you know, I, I always remember kind of after when, when the accounting codes began kind of making sense to me and from, from all different levels. Yeah. So, Oh, that's so interesting. And how old were you when you started sitting at the desk? 
Without getting in trouble for any child labor laws? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we, I mean, the second we were able to work, he, he kind of put us to work. But he, you know, he would, we, we were probably, I, I could probably remember anywhere between 10 to 12, uh, just, just playing with the, with the books and numbers in, in a good, you know, getting us used to it, getting yeah. us used to what, what money is. You know, he always made, you know, the nice thing is, as an accountant, you have clients in all different uh, business types. So I did a, a he he would send me out for the summer. I would did electrical work, landscape, whatever he could, mm. you know, whatever I can do for the summers or throughout the work week. Um, yeah, I was also able to kind of see that side of the business. It wasn't just learning, you know, the accounting side. I actually got to work with a client from what they were actually doing, and then where the numbers on the other side would would come in. Yeah. That's so cool because yeah. it gives you kind of like a personal touch too of like knowing you're, who you're working for, you know. And yeah. <clears throat> I know for me growing up, my parents never really talked about money and, you know, probably to a detriment for, for a lot. I mean, obviously I'm smarter now and like learning about stuff mm-hmm. and I have people like you helping me out. But <laughs> I feel like when I talk to a lot of kids or people, not kids, my age, uh, the money conversation just like didn't happen. I don't know if it kind of skipped over like a lot of our generation i mean even in school i think i took one accounting class and like my sophomore year of high school so i'm just if it sounds like what you're you were able to go through as a kid is almost like a little bit of a unicorn situation and that your dad had like the foresight to kind of teach you those things is like really neat because i didn't get it you know yeah it's it's a hard you know it's a hard way of looking at it because there's a few different layers you know obviously there's People in our generation who, you know, just cover, close their ears and cover their eyes. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear the message. That they, it's, it's a difficult thing to get through. But there's also a lot of, you know, our parents grew up in a really good economy. Right. Um. So, so they didn't really have to worry about money the same way their parents did. So their their parents were were growing up in you know depression de- depression mindset, and they they heard it. I feel like they heard it a lot more. Um, and I think that's slowly shifting again to the, the, the coming generation, but also, you know, the, the level of information we can get online, it, it, it really comes, comes down to how much we can really absorb. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of people our age, what do you think is the number one financial mistake you see people make in their twenties and thirties? Um, bad debt, not debt because there, there's good debt and there's bad debt and there's, 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 understanding the the difference um you know and and school and student loans yes they're they're very daunting mm-hmm. um but if it's used for for good purposes and going you know what you want to do i see no problem with having having large student loan debt if if that's your your career is going to be able to um you know, uh, fund fund that. Yeah. Right now, too many people are buying things and and putting stuff on a credit card and not having the cash behind them. They're they're mm-hmm. paying for the yesterday's expenses. They're paying for thing things that they just don't actually need. Um, yeah. Rather than investing in themselves and creating their their better quality of life. Yeah, I think that's that's a lesson I had to learn. I, you know. Uh, more than once, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it, you're right. And then like, there's also, I think, you know, understanding that there's also kind of a little bit of like, 
I don't have as much anxiety now that I don't have like terrible, you know, debt. Not that I'd had a, a lot to begin with, but there's also like bad debt. I think is way more anxiety-inducing than having, like you said, like kind of the good debt. Yeah, um, home, uh, student loans. Yeah, or, you know things things that things that actually increase the you know rental property or or any you know even even a, a business. Right. So you know you you put you can see the picture you can see what you're building even if you have you you have to place an order for products or things like that. Yes, that's debt. But guess what? That's going to return. That's going to return you money. That's going to return you assets and and things things of that nature. And, and you'll be able to build your business around that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cool. I like that. Um, so, speak. You mentioned bad debt. What do you think is the best or fastest way to pay off that bad debt and like boost your your credit score? It's making a plan, honestly, it, because it really depends on you know your financial situation, um, where that debt is, the type of credit cards. You know, obviously, we want to. That one of the the best things I've found to be able to do is we we need to we need to stop the bleeding a little mm-hmm. bit yeah um and so taking a step back making a plan knowing what your your actual real income is for the for the month and for the for the period and making a plan to pay that off you know find your highest credit card interest rates pay those off right away you know just pay those off at the at first. Um, often you can, you know, transfer it to a credit card company that's going to give you zero interest for a year. Be careful doing that because that's going, you know, if you don't have that paid off for a year, all that interest, you know, accrues and hits, hits you back. Um, and so there, there are a few little things that, that you really, really want to do. One of the other things I've done with a lot of, a lot of my clients in, in similar situations is, I'm not, I don't tell them, you know, don't go buy Starbucks, don't buy a coffee, but you know what, get a $50 gift card and make that your gift card for the month. And so oh, now you're idea. not just spending, you know, $5 a day, $4 a day, whatever it is, you have your limits. So you can yeah. do that with Amazon, you could do that with Uber oh. Eats, or any, any of those things. And you limit yourself, and but you're not you're not stopping your quality of life. You're not changing yeah. much other than okay. You know what? This morning I don't really need that coffee, or you know I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna brown bag my lunch a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, a great idea. The gift card. Yeah, we've started doing that. Um, I mean, Alex makes food all the time that I take with me, and then uh, even at the office now we've we've done a set allotment uh, for lunch for the group at work. So mm. we'll like spend you know, a hundred bucks a week at the grocery store and just get what we need for the week. And then, you know, neither of us are like going out to have or ordering in. And it's been, it's been great. Um, I did read an article and I, and I may, hopefully I can find out. I'm sure you might've seen this, but someone did the math of like getting a coffee five days a week for 30 years. And like, (laughs) it turned out for something, it was like, I may be inflating it, but it was like, including interest, assuming that you're, (laughs) assuming that you're investing all of this money into whatever, whatever you could. Into the prime stock. (laughs) Yeah, you could, you could potentially, it was like a quarter of a million dollars over 30 years just spent on coffee. If you were that, it was crazy, kind of blew my mind, but um, that's been definitely my mindset over the last like years, just like. Like anytime you can cut a corner, it's it's not being cheap; it's being smart, you know. So, 
Yeah, get, getting out of that mindset that I'm being cheap. And, and, and wor- you know, the reason people get, are nervous about being cheap is because they worry about what other people are thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of my favorite books are, you know, the, uh, I think it's The Millionaire Mindset and, or The Millionaire Next Door, actually. And it really just goes to show that, that the millionaires and, and the people that we look up to and see in these fancy suits just aren't. You know, they, these, these people on... That, that are buying these suits are, are really just living paycheck to paycheck just like anybody else. Right. But realistically, you see the, the guy in blue jeans or, you know, holding, a, you know, a cup of coffee that he made, a, the, mm-hmm. some instant yeah. coffee or whatever it is. They're, those are the people who have re- really have, you know, true assets and true money behind them. Yeah. Um, because once you get out of once you get out of caring what other people are, are really thinking about you, yeah. you, you can cut, you can cut those corners. And I'm not saying don't get coffee, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know what, if, if the number was half, it was a, a half a million, I'll, I'll take 250 and have coffee half the time. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's what I'm saying. That's, like... that's what started me with realizing, oh my gosh, like a little bit adds up. When I was in high school, college, my mom sat down with me and we looked at my finances and I don't, buy coffee but I buy tea which can can typically be a little bit cheaper but not that much and I didn't yeah. realize dang that shit adds up <laughs> yeah, yeah. every five years I believe so to get to a million by the time you're 60 and I don't know the exact numbers but I remember every five years you have to double your savings to make up for so so let's just say at 20 if you started saving at 20 you could save a hundred bucks a month or twenty dollars fifty dollars a month let's say then at 25 you now have to save a hundred bucks a month and then 200 bucks a month at 30 mm. so the the time value of money and and the compounding is just so remarkable in in how quickly it hits you it, it can it can hit you yeah 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 so i have to write this down because i don't want to forget but one of my questions is when i was leaving college and moving here during college, I was saving, I was putting money into savings and my mom was like, stop putting money into savings and use that money to pay off your, your debt because you're continuing to save money, but you could be using that money towards your debt. Do you view one better than the other or like maybe do less in the savings and like split it up or thoughts? It it depends on your path. It depends on your interest. Um, Yeah. If you know most most people have student loan debt of eight percent to anywhere from five to eight percent, depending on what they have. Um, if you get a very cushy job that's very consistent and it's going to guarantee you know nothing you can do. You let's say you go work for the city or you work for the government, you get this is your salary and it's not going to increase no matter how hard you work or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, start paying down your student loans, things like that, and and. Because when you want to, if you want to buy a home, if you want to buy a car, if you whatever you want to buy, they they look again what what your monthly debt is. Yeah. Now, if if you can return more than eight percent or more than five percent on that money that you're saving, it doesn't make sen- necessarily make sense to pay it back to student loans immediately because mm-hmm. you know what you may have and and I'm not talking about you know the get rich quick schemes, but if you want to build your business, if you want to invest in yourself. You can return more than eight percent if that's something you, you're. Some some people don't want to do that. Some people can do it. Some people, you know, like the idea of the nine to five, and and that's great. You know, as long as you're happy, that's what you should yeah. be doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So I I think it comes down to a few factors. You know, you have to have to think about the interest. 
you have to think about what you really think you can do with with that money is it is it getting wasted you know sitting in a savings account if you're going to just put it in a savings account and earn 0.001% interest versus letting it accrue on the student yeah. loans a uh, student loan side um no it doesn't it doesn't make sense yeah. um you know but yeah if you're trying to buy a home let's let's save it in a savings account because maybe you're just trying to buy that home which it, the goal will be to appreciate it more than that 8% yeah. right, interest right. over time yeah yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense I also know that there are some friends of mine who have said like, oh, I stopped paying my student loan debt so I could pay off other debt and then I'm like going to go back to it later, like almost kind of cycling out there and I, to each their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just didn't really understand. But I think there, I think what I've heard people do is like they'll make big payments, which I don't like just small, from what I understand, small payments regularly cash flow are better but yeah. is there um, any depends. benefit so, well it, it depends how what other debt we're talking about yeah you know most of the time it, 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 you have these credit card debt the student loan debt is never going away yeah if, or, you know there's there is maybe you know there's very few chance points where i've seen student like student debt go away um, and really, it's basically them paying it off with a credit line, and then they default, they go bankrupt on a credit line. Mm. If it's a private um, student loan institution, and and they negotiate it, and you spend thousands of dollars on an attorney to negotiate it, um, but realistically, when it comes to paying down debt, if you're going to pay it in chunks, you have to call them. You negotiate. You know, if you have a ten thousand dollar debt and you only have eight thousand, let's see. Call the credit card company. Say, listen, I'm done. Like you know, because they don't want your debt. Yeah. And, you know, yes, they love the interest, but if they have an opportunity to collect eight thousand on a ten thousand uh, dollar debt that you've been, pay- you've probably paid more than that, the two thousand dollars in interest. Call them. See if there's yeah. something. You know, negotiate. Try and get some sort of offer, compromise, offer and compromise with them. Yeah. Um, and you know the student loan, uh, student loans. You, you you're never going to do it because they know it. They have you. They have you because <laughs> that's never getting defaulted. Right. Right. Um, so but keep an eye on the credit score. Yeah. 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 That's super important. I check my credit score all the time. I have like all yeah. of the alerts up, um, and it's on the up. So that's great. You know. <laughs> um, no, but, but this is like the the culmination of like two, three years of just like constantly like having it in the forefront of my brain which is not normally how I work. Um, and again, you know, we're, we're kind of talking in, in generals here and you're doing a really good job of explaining all these. I know that every situation is different, but for, for anyone listening, um, what would you suggest or how would you suggest people kind of monitor monthly finances or build a budget? Would you suggest like a software or an app? Is there like a, a, a I know everyone's different, but maybe just in general? So, so for an individual, I think the you know the credit cards really give you a monthly breakdown. Um, you, every single one of these softwares, they're just a glorified spreadsheet. They're glorified Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Everything that you know, all those programs that tell you that that they're gonna you know put your finances on track, you can do that. It it, it comes down to time. So are you gonna pay thirty forty dollars a month for a program that just takes your stuff from you your bank account or credit card account that you can pretty much do and sort on your own because the credit card accounts are doing it. Right. Um, I, I shy away from any, you know, free apps because I, I feel 
um, if you're not paying for a product, you are the product. Right. You're, exactly. you're what they're, you're what they're selling. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and so especially when it comes to our finances, you know, and, and that's an individual. You know, if a business, yes, get a soft, get a business software, get an accountant. Um, it, as a business, you have to know your know your finances in and out, or else that that's that's mistake number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, totally. But yeah, individuals invest the time. You know, weekly, monthly, whatever you need to do. Let's see how bad it is. And make make short term goals, uh, but but with a long term long term view. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great advice. Yeah, yeah. It's we've um, like we've tried doing that. We've tried a couple of different things, but I feel it's challenging. You have a cat hair on your eyelash. Um, <laughs> I feel it's challenging because we both have like our own checking and savings account, and then we have a joint checking and savings account. And we're just like kind of constantly money is going here and there and we have a joint credit card together and our own credit cards. So it's just, it's very challenging for me because I am not, like I would rather maybe chew on nails than make a spreadsheet. (laughs) I cannot, it just, that is one of my number one stressors. If I see a spreadsheet, I'm like, go! But the good news is we've kind of stopped putting our head in the sand for money and are like, literally (laughs) grinding it out because it's so important you know i mean it's so important yeah and and actually you know what the separate the three separate accounts could be a good thing i mean we have we have a number of different accounts um in my family because you know if you want to save for something if you want to say you know Mm -hmm. save for our daughter save for uh you know any array of things. We have a family account. We each put a, we put a little bit of money into that account, and that's our credit cards. That's our you know groceries, day to day bills, yeah. thing, things like that. More mortgages, things of that nature. And then we have you know a little account that we have on the side, but we always pay ourselves first. That's the key. You know, always pay into those little savings accounts and let those accrue, and then you start paying paying your expenses. All too often, people are thinking in terms of. Paying their oh I have to pay my rent I have to pay this I have to pay that I have to I have to my groceries you know what if if I don't have enough one month because some you know we went too far I always write that check to those savings accounts and so guess what I'm gonna pull from my I'm not gonna you know have that extra meal I'm gonna pull from that that Starbucks gift card yeah. before I pull from you know that savings account all too often people pull from that savings account because they invest in themselves less yeah yeah I really love. The, the gift card, gift card idea. idea. That's great. Yeah. That is so smart. That's oh, pretty smart. Man. He's a smart guy. He is a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so switching gears kind of, since Corey and I are both business owners and you work a lot with small businesses, what are maybe the top three, and there can be more if you'd like to, um, financial moves that people need to make when owning their own business? With the caveat um, that all businesses are different and yeah. you know, kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. speaking in <laughs> general terms. Yeah. So so Well you could use you could use a specific business if that helps. Like Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'm not gonna call someone out. You can call me out. You can call Corey <laughs> out. I volunteer him as tribute. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing to hide. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, the the key is just not doing you know, it, it, people are daunted by the spreadsheet. People are daunted by the finances. You have to get into the, you know, the, the main thing is is not being willing to do the, the dirty work at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and when your business is early and it's fresh, 
you know, yeah, you probably can't, you, you probably can't afford an accountant and an attorney to, to be with you monthly, but use them as a resource. You, you know, communicate with them. Most, and I, I, you know, a lot of accountants don't charge for phone calls and, you know, well, that's the way we are. I don't know if yeah. how, other, how other accountants are. I know some of them charge by the hour, whatever it is, but you're building a relationship. You need to understand that balance sheet. You need to understand that financial statement and, and how you're investing, um, investing your money in, in, build, in building the business. So, so I think that, that would be number one. You know, find a team, build a team, and, and also learn to do it yourself. Uh, another is, is learning, reading. I mean, that is probably one of the biggest changes that I, I made early on is learn reading other businesses. So I, you know, yes, I read accounting books and, and finance books and all that stuff, but I actually really find it interesting to, to read businesses in completely different sectors and how they deal with adversity, how they've grown their business, how they look at it from a, crea- a creative standpoint. I mean, Disney's a great example. Dealing with clients and, well, they actually call them guests, but mm-hmm. dealing with people who, who enter their theme parks is, rem- is really a, a unique way any business that really works when it comes to clients. Zappos does the same thing. Amazon does the same thing when it comes to, to really caring. Um, yeah. And, you know, you got, you got to read. You got to learn. Um, and then the last thing is build relationships. Build relationships with your vendors. Build relationships with, with your customers. Find your customers. Go, go to where they are and be genuine and, and sincere. Um, it, it's, uh, it's really important to just meet them and and put put yourself put yourself out there you know every, even the vendors are all small businesses too yeah, yeah. a lot of them are yeah <laughs> yeah that's great yeah that's, that's great, great advice yeah um yeah. i think we're moving into the uh to the wrap oh oh actually no um any tips or suggestions you like to give people around the new year because everyone's like new year new me i'm gonna get all <laughs> myself together <laughs> um you know what? Short-term goals. Short-term goals with with the long-term mindset. You know, continue doing. You you should not do not change. Try and completely do. You know, flip flip the script and and be a new person. That's right. that's that's never going. That's never going to work. Continue being you. You know, just do it better. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Short-term goals. Um, that's important too. Yeah. Yeah. Large sweeping change doesn't really happen. No, and and but but if you if you do it, set it by quarters. You know, set set your short term goal every three months, whether whether it's fitness, whether it's finance, whether whatever whatever it is, and, and you know, mental, you know, yeah. <laughs> mentally, you, just getting in the right mindset, and you know what what we spoke about earlier is just removing should. That's a little thing that 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 you're able to do over the week, over the two weeks. And it could change your life. It could potentially, you know, and, and taking those little steps and, and carrying them into the long, your long-term goal and, and being that better you. Yeah. Yeah. Love that, Love man. that. Wow. So many good sound bites in this one. I know. <laughs> um, I want to I backtrack on two things real fast um, because I think my brain is like five minutes behind us right now. <laughs> um, were there any apps or software that you like using or suggest to clients that people could download or uh, pay for? Um, so aside from, you know, depending on the situation, you know, aside from just the, the, the name brands out there, we just created a, something called Lettuce Books. Um, 
which it started as a company before it was, so lettuce stands for local employees tax and accounting service and so we were doing you know discounted accounting services for police officers firemen veterans mm. um kind of through through our office and so we kind of reinvested in the company and we built this accounting software um, which is going to really be a back end to the accounting office and so you really have the ear of an accounting office and you're not really you're not in it alone um, that's cool so that that's going to launch probably early very early next year we've, we've already gotten a, a number of um, early registrations um, cool. and so we're trying to roll it out we want to roll it out to the small businesses first and, and get them involved um, and really just make sure it, it's, it's done right. You know, we feel like the, the softwares that are out there right now forget about the small businesses. They forget about, you know, the, the user. And you're, it's, it's all about, you know, <laughs> getting as many people subscribed as possible. Whereas right. we don't want a ton of people subscribed. Obviously, the long term is. But, yes, we want to get it right. We want to be there for the customer. Um, but other than that, you know, as an individual, monitor your credit cards, monitor your bank account. Make sure that you know you have the money in your che- in your checking account to pay for your credit card. I I always like using the credit cards um, before the debit card because you get the money. You know we're talking about interest rates and things like that. You're you're going to save that interest for another another thirty days. Yeah. Um, but make sure that money's in there. You yeah. know if you're good with if if you're bad with credit cards, do not use it. You know? <laughs> but but don't rip it up. Don't 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 assign blame. If you if you rip, those people who rip up their credit cards. Just essentially, all they're doing is blaming their credit card and not taking responsibility of themselves Ooh. on themselves. Snaps to that, dude. Dang. <laughs> Real Damn. talk. Wow. That's crazy. That's oh, great. Laying it down. Love yeah. that. Um, oh, man. I just, you made me think of something else, but now I can't remember. Um, but what I was going to say earlier is um, people who have small businesses that are still kind of in between i th- in between being extremely um like profitable. Su- profitable thank you what do you suggest they do when saving for taxes or handling taxes um because i know that Corey and i will set money aside assuming we will have to pay <laughs> yeah. but <And> you there- <laughs> will. <laughs> he's like yeah we i know <laughs> um yeah. So it depends on the industry. So if you're okay. if you're in a service industry where you don't have high costs, I you know, the second you get the check, I always tell people 30 to 40 percent set aside, depending on where you live, the state, the city tax, you know, especially in New York, you have your state and your city taxes um, or other high tax states. You know, yes, 40 percent is probably not your tax rate. But what that will do is allow you to set aside a little bit more after, you know, after your expenses, your tax rate will drop a little bit. But now you can save into put into your retirement plans. One of the one of the things that that small businesses and startups, they they forget about themselves. You know, there's no gold watch at the end of this. There's no (laughs) there's no pension and, you know, there's no retirement fund waiting for you. So you are responsible for putting into your retirement fund. So I always whenever it comes to, you know, the service industry, I always say, okay, well, pull out that that 40 percent or so um, and live live without it. Because if you work for somebody, you would you would be probably losing 50 percent of your. Yeah, yeah, totally. and you know, if you work in a product-focused business, you know maybe maybe a little bit less, or or buy your products and then take out the money. Um, 
but just get in the habit of you get a check, you move it into you you move it into a, an account that just pretend it's the IRS already has it. Yeah, and, and the state already has it. Yeah. And what if those people say, "Well, I need every single cent that I make to survive." Just like <laughs> tough shit, figure it out. <laughs> uh, that's what the IRS says. You know, that, that's it. You know, they, they, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's it. There's a difference between needing needing all of it to, to run your business. Because, yes, if you put all that money back into your business, then fine. Then, yeah, you're not going to have tax if, if everything goes into your business. But if you're using it to go and buy your lunches, every, you know, the, the extravagant lunches every single day, yeah. then no, that, that they're not going to care. You know, yeah. why don't you go living your life without without paying us, you know, <laughs> letting us get our beak wet? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's cool. great. Yeah. I think we're going to move into rapid fire questions now. Yeah. First thing that comes to mind, no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Okay. <laughs> um, what is your favorite junk food? Twix, maybe? Twix. Oh, that's yeah. a new one. Wow, dude. Twix. I like I, it. I, I'm, I get... Uh, they're they're gone. They they enter the house and they they all of a sudden disappear every time. Every time. <laughs> Within seconds. That's awesome. um, and then flip side, what's your favorite healthy snack? Twix. <laughs> Twix. Oh yeah. <laughs> Twix. <laughs> They've got crackers. Um, I've I've been eating a lot. Of, you know, fruit and 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 nuts. I I mean, I don't really know too many healthy snacks anymore. <laughs> Fruit and nuts count. Yeah, that, that counts. counts. Uh, what's yeah. your fa- What would be if you could do any other job other than the one that you're doing? What would like your dream job be, or like what did you want to be as a kid? Well, as a kid, I was an accountant. And yeah. <laughs> I don't really have, no. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I really love what I do. So, um, if I really, you know, if I had a, if, I want to say politics, but I don't think I have the. Uh, the stomach for it. You know? yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of judging in politics. You gotta be, have real thick skin to be in yeah, politics. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what's your favorite way to exercise? Carry your baby around. <laughs> yeah, that no, um, Probably, uh, you know, treadmill. I mean, uh, probably going for a run, um, playing, actually playing soccer. That's, that's, oh, there that's, you go. The, that, yeah. That's the, nice. you know, I'll get on a field. I could, I could, I could run for you know hours yeah. on, on the soccer field. But um, yeah, other than that, that's not you know. <laughs> Isn't it weird that when you're playing a sport, you don't feel the, the same physical fatigue as if you're just doing it because you're like, I have to be healthy. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that exactly. weird? Yeah. It's 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 all about the adrenaline. You oh, don't, dude, you don't it's even crazy. It. I'm an ex. I played ice hockey and I got on the ice like a year ago to. I joined a league. And yeah. I, I was like, oh, this is so great and so fun. Could not walk the next day. Yeah. Well, like, that's it. You know, I, I've got a week now between between soccer games. Whenever, whenever I yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not 19 anymore. Okay. All right. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. What's your favorite? Uh, what's the, your favorite app on your phone? Um, so. Part of me trying to be better is not doing too many apps, but I guess right now, you know, I, there's this jump desktop app that allows me to actually get right into my office computer. And so I could use it, do it from my laptop. Oh, what? I can do it from my phone. So I'll be in the middle of, you know, uh, on vacation, no, on vacation <laughs> or some, somewhere. <laughs> um, and I'll be able to just 
quickly get get to the office server and actually see just my desktop at the at the office from from any of any of uh, my my devices. I have a question That's about cool. that. Does that if you have an external hard drive plugged in, does that mean you can access that as well? If I have an external like into the office computer? Yes, yeah, so like if your office yeah. computer Get at it. That's I, crazy. I, it is. It's the same thing. It, it is as if I'm sitting in my office. Nothing changes. What's it called? In the papers that I can grab. It, it's jump, jump desktop. Jump desktop. I, wow. Thank you for that recommendation because that would save yeah. me a whole lot of time. Uh, <laughs> that's it's, awesome. It goes. Yeah. I, I think they go Apple to Apple. They go PC. So I, I go from my, my Mac or my iPhone to um, to my PC. Cool. And, you know, we have the, the server connected right into the office um, and, and remotely we have all of our programs. And the nice thing is, I, I mean, my, my laptop has pretty much nothing on it because everything goes back to the server when I, whenever yeah. I log in. You know, only my personal stuff is kind of saved on, on the laptop. Yeah, I, right now I have my desktop on my laptop at home is my desktop at work, but it's not quite yeah. the same thing because I can't access quite everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's the last TV show you binge watched? I have a kid. <laughs> you have a five-month-old. That's yeah, like, I have a five-month-old. Binge watching is like yeah, we, we get to. I think we watch half an episode and then we don't get to see half of the half of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, although we recently got into Designated Survivor. Oh, which, cool. Which we've we've been enjoying, but I see that there's only you know two seasons on Netflix, so that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> the premise is kind of scary. The premise of that show uh, is kind of scary. It, Interesting, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely scary that that it could happen. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, if you could have a conversation with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Uh, honestly, right now the founding fathers really. Yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm really curious what they'd have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, or probably you know like I mean Warren Buffett's a, a, a given yeah. in, in any scenario, but yeah, I mean as far as intro, you know, there's just so many. Everyone, I'm so I'm so everyone. I feel like everyone has so much to add yeah. in, in their own different in, in their own different realm. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I can I want to break it into you know uh, narrow it into Categories. different different subse- subsections. We'll go with the, we'll go with founding fathers because then you get multiple. Multiple. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so cool if you could just like tap into their consciousness literally and be like, so what were you thinking here in terms of like guns and like. And what do you think is like, happening now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They seem to think you support this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Can you. Uh, yeah. I'd watch that movie where they actually came back to life. That would be hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hysterical. New from Netflix. Uh, from Hollywood Productions. Yeah, right. Uh, um, <laughs> um, what's your dream vacation? Uh, dream vacation. I don't really have a dream. I, you know, I, I can't sit on a beach. I can't, you know, I, I just, I don't have the attention span to kind of sit there and bake in the sun. Um, I'm too pale for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I like, I like cities. I like being active. I like, like just seeing the historical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's always fun. Cool. Cool. I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything stupid or embarrassing that you did this week? I'm sure after I re-listen to this, I'll find oh, something. No, you won't. Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, n- Anything maybe know, your you know, daughter did? 
She poop on you? She pee on you? <laughs> no, she's on a great poop schedule. Once oh. a week. Hey. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know We're how like, we looked oh. out on that, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I used to I used to spend a lot of time, you know, recapping, you know, things of the day that I did wrong. You know, I w- I used to really spend probably half my day doing stuff and the other half. Thinking about trying to figure out what, what, how I could have done that differently. Maybe I could have, maybe I could have closed the client or whatever it is. You know, things I could have, you know. And I, I just recently, and you know, putting myself out there, trying to make those mistakes. Whenever we start, you know, start a new business and and work with new CEOs. You know, it's what mistakes did you make today? You know, what mistakes did you make this week, and and how did you learn from them? Because you know the successes are are good, but you kind of you can you have that opportunity to learn more. So you know, it's it's hard to say. I, I I've worked really hard to to not kind of kill kill myself yeah. on yeah. mistakes and yeah. the screw ups. I got so. you. Yeah, I like that answer. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Corey, did you do anything um, stupid or embarrassing? I always do embarrassing stuff. What did yeah. I do? Alex is like a running total because like usually on the podcast I'm like I don't really do embarrassing things you know and she's like you know bullshit see the chart um I don't really we're hanging out with family this weekend and and you did something stupid I don't know I I mean you do stupid shit all the time oh I mean this isn't this is kind of embarrassing but like I'm learning not to care what people think we were waiting in line at the bathroom and this is my most embarrassing and funniest thing and like we're big fans of the show The Office and I kind of like turn the corner and Alex is waiting in line and then there's another girl behind her and then I'm waiting for the bathroom. But I turned the corner and I had my hand out like a gun on her. <laughs> so I was like that and then she did it to me and the girl was like looking at us like what the fuck are these people doing? And then I put my hand like over to the side like this like it was a Mexican standoff. And then it was just like this whole thing but we were quiet. I, the girl was definitely like these people are insane. But that's my most embarrassing. Yeah, we were having a fake Mexican standoff with one other person in the middle of but it. But she was in the she middle of it. <laughs> Yeah, which might be just a funny thing to do in general. But, but it's also ugh. we were reenacting a scene from The Office, yeah. so we were we were both giggling and uh, yeah. I, I, but you know what I I just thought of? I wonder what people thought who couldn't see the two. <laughs> it's the just two of me us waiting in line. pointing guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. What's this guy doing? Pointing finger guns to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, Well, what my stupid or embarrassing thing, so my dad was just visiting and my sister reminded me of this. Um, Every single year, I forget what day Christmas is on. I know. That's everyone's reaction. What the fuck? Because I know. But you're good on the 4th of July, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good on 4th of July. Good on, well, I know Thanksgiving's the the Thursday, but that date always changes. And I know Christmas doesn't change. But for some reason, I never remember if it's the 23rd, the 24th, or the 25th. Every single year. I didn't know that about yeah. you. Uh, I you definitely did her. because we talked about it with Tony and you were standing right there. So maybe you just weren't listening that day. <laughs> I have amnesia. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But for some reason, I don't know what it is. I just, every year I'm like, is it the 23rd? But I think mm-hmm. now I know. Is it the 24th? <laughs> it's the 25th. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, did you see how I always started with that sense confident yeah. and then I went, oh. 
man. I don't know what it is why that date is blocked out of my mind, but that was something stupid I did. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. So your thing was the Mexican standoff. Mexican standoff, yeah. yeah. Um, anything crazy, funny happened to you this last week that made you or just... it could be a throwback. It, yeah, it could be a throwback. I'm, I'm an accountant. We don't, we don't do funny things. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I think you're a pretty funny guy. Uh, I, get, I guess my daughter. We, 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 we've, she's finally learned to like laugh and, and giggle. Oh. And so she will lose it. You know, we, 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 can, we can make her laugh and it's just uncontrollable. So I oh. haven't yet decided if that's mean to her or if she's really enjoying oh, yeah. it. <laughs> Baby's but, yeah, giggling that's, that's is pretty awesome. That's probably the fun thing we do this week. Yes, <laughs> What's your daughter's sweet. name? Francesca. Oh, Francesca. I love that name. Oh, that's adorable. Awesome. Um, well, my funniest thing was actually not the Mexican standoff. We went to um, dinner two nights ago with my family, and my stepmom's a little bit of a germaphobe. And we were sitting at a long communita- communal table. Um, there was, I think, six of us, and then there was a small couple or a family of four at the end. And there was a decent amount of space between us. But the dad kept sneezing and it wasn't like a it was a this guy crunch. Got, it was a this guy got very, like a, a legit sneezing attack very and loud they sneeze. were so loud and i would guess that he sneezed nine more. times nine ten oh, times i was gonna in say 12 yeah probably more than that it just kept coming and coming and coming and the more it happened my my stepmom jody was everyone like, <laughs> in the restaurant was like what the fuck is going on but she was she was making jokes at herself like well now i'm gonna have to go to counseling and just like i'm leaving now <laughs> and we were all like uh and then we started talking about like what makes you like kind of grossed out or germs and then maybe a couple minutes later my sister said <laughs> My sister sneezed three times in a row, and on the third one, she looks at Jody and goes, "Oh, oh no!" <laughs> like he's he gave it to me, now I'm gonna give it to you. And Corey and I just lost it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh no! Because obviously, just someone sneezing is oh yeah. man, yeah. Anyway, that was so funny. Well, let's wrap this thing so, up. Yeah. Uh, James, if people want to find out more about you or if they're looking for a really great accountant, I don't think we started off with this, but James is, is my accountant and Alex's accountant. So for those of you listening, uh, we, su- we stand by and support this guy 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great. Uh, you're an amazing asset, and that's part of the reason why we wanted to have you on is we had such a great experience, and you're so knowledgeable, and you're so non-judgmental for people that don't know what they're doing <laughs> that it was... You really kind of gave me, <clears throat> excuse me, like a whole new mindset, and and uh, I'm so grateful for everything that you've done for me and for Appreciate my company. That. So thank you for being on. But where can people find you uh, if they want to find uh, you? Th- they go to jpgaccounting.com or Jack Capital G I A C Capital dot com, um, and you can find me. I mean, uh, I'm. I, tr- I try not to hide, so <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty accessible. Cool. Um, but yeah, so jpgaccounting.com or jackcapital.com. And we'll uh, put a link in the description for all of this stuff. Uh, James, thank you so much. Thank I really you so appreciate much. you spending some time with us today. My pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. All Thanks right. for having me on. Of and, course. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll talk to you on the, on the, on the next uh, business call we have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you so much, man. Have a good, have a good one. No problem. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. I'm stealing conversation, it's about to go down I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town I'm E.T.
see you can phone me Girl, you know me Only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can go